0: Greetings and welcome to the Prans podcast. This is episode 47. It is Friday, April 1st, 2022, and I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio, and welcome back, guys. Um, our second episode this week, uh, definitely encourage you to check out episode 46 from a couple days ago. Uh, basically, just giving a very high-level recap, just discussed some news uh, that came out for both Facebook and Twitter that was kind of interesting this week. I want to kind of get that news out to you guys in that episode uh, the Facebook news was really kind of uh, centered on this um, uh, this whole thing about uh, its interest targeting is uh, wrong 30% of the time. And I kind of you know flipped that around and said, well, that means it's right 70% of the time, so it's actually kind of good. So if you want my take on that, definitely check out that episode. Also in that episode, talked about Twitter and the fact that on Twitter, uh, you can now use the professional. You can take your account. You know, if you, Let's say you have a, a Twitter that you use for business, and you can switch your Twitter account to professional profile. And if it's anything like, uh, if you guys use, let's say, Instagram and you have that professional profile activated there and it gives you all those insights into uh, interaction with your content, if it's anything like that on Twitter, I think it's really worth taking a hard look at that. So anyway, that's episode 46 from a couple days ago. Uh, today, very, very tactical, targeted episode. I I just kind of wanted to share this with you guys. It was an, um, a revelation I had working on a, on a particular client's uh, uh, content. Uh, and how we repurposed it or how we plan to repurpose it into many, many pieces of content. And the interesting thing is, guys, if if you um, listen to episode 39, came out on February 25th, that was, you know, you're not producing enough content was the title of that episode. You know, and really talked about like the whole thing of, uh, I think it was in that episode, may have also been in some other episodes, but I talked about the the Gary Vee model of uh, of, uh, publishing 64 pieces of content in a single day, and it was like, oh my God, how can you possibly do that kind of thing? So this was, you know, as I was going through the, the, the machinations on this particular idea I was going to throw out to you guys, I realized, okay, this is, this is kind of how that, that kind of number can come about. When you really look at pieces of content in different ways and from different angles, and you say, okay, wait, this is one piece of content, but it could be more than that. And it could become a, a, a number greater than that, right? And so there's just two examples I kind of want to run by you guys here real quick in today's episode and hopefully it gets you thinking a little bit about like how you could do this on your end with other stuff that you deal with or content that you have or things that you have in your library or on your shelf right now maybe things that have already been released but can be repurposed in creative ways okay so the first example I want to tell you guys is for one particular client um, that client has a lot of like um, you know customer case studies where it's basically like a user of their software saying hey here's what I liked about the software and, and the product but the, the case studies kind of follow the same pattern where the uh, the client answers a series of questions I believe there's like seven or eight questions that they answer like like what did the software do for this or how did the software help you do that or when you use the software how much time did you save you know questions like that like I'm not gonna give you the exact ones but basically it was like seven or eight questions like that and the, 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 the whole piece of content was a PDF that had these very colorful, like with a border around them, segments that that had each one of these questions and then the answer underneath it. Okay, so basically, like I was looking at this, I was kind of reviewing this PDF and this one piece of content for release uh, that we're going to run on uh, on a LinkedIn post, and I kind of looked at it. and I was like, wait a second, you know, this this one single section, this one question with the answer below it, looks like a nice piece of content. So just to play around on my phone, I screenshotted the PDF and then i kind of cropped it so it was only the quote and all of a sudden it kind of jumped out a little bit like it had a red you know the question was like with a red background and white font and then the answer was against a white background it had like a dark blue font and it had like a like a, a um like a dotted line kind of border around it, like a heavy dotted line border around it and i was like yeah, you know wow this is this is great this can really be like repurposed into you know a single quote so like now all of a sudden instead of posting the entire case study with some copywriting that says, hey, check out what company so-and-so thinks about software XYZ, it could be much more narrow, and it could say something like, hey, check out what our customers said about our ability to save time for their company with our software. And then, boom, there's the quote about saving time. And it's a colorful quote, and it jumps off the page, and it just gets to that one differentiator. It doesn't get lost in the whole PDF, which has its own purpose. I mean, it's not a bad thing, that whole PDF that has all the questions on it. But in this case, if we're targeting time-saving, we can extract that quote. We can cut that quote out of that PDF and now use it as a second piece of content. And Oh, by the way, there's six or seven other quotes in there, and that creates another six or seven pieces of content in the same fashion, doing the exact same thing that I just described. So you take the one PDF, then you get these seven quotes. So there's seven pieces of content there. So all told... You have eight pieces of content minimum off this one PDF, and you could even argue that some of the quotes that were lengthier, you could extract one or two lines I mean you could literally take you know a sentence or two from them and use those. but you know that gets really, really granular, and you know you just got to decide if it 's contextually relevant to do that, but I think the bottom line is you have you have these sort of eight pieces of content in this one example that I talked to you about that you 're kind of like sitting on, and you don 't even realize you 're sitting on it like honestly like. I had seen these PDFs a few times it wasn't the first time we created one but it occurred to me last night like okay you know let's let's look at breaking this thing down into multiple pieces and now all of a sudden we've really like made our lives easier because we created one asset that can be used eight times at a minimum and really like when you reinforce a message we're going to use it more than those eight times I mean, we're going to use some of these things many many times over okay so that was example number one guys The, the other one and um... This one's a little bit different, a little bit more limited, but it was kind of an interesting way to deal with a graphic that I that I was uh, using for another uh, entity uh, uh, that I've that I've worked with in the past, and that was basically like they they, they had a web, you know on their website they had kind of a nice graphic that the graphic itself was almost like two graphics put together, like there was a, a left side that had text and some other little fancy kind of uh, you know stylized, stylization around it, stylized you know content around it. And then on the other side, it was more of like a picture, like a person's picture with an image overlaid on that picture. And so I was looking at it as one graphic, but I was kind of like, geez, you know, this graphic actually kind of hits hard even if you just look at one side or the other. So I could use the right side in certain contexts because that's just the picture. It has no text, but it was kind of a powerful picture. I mean, it looked, it was compelling. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of drawn to it when you see the whole thing. And then on the other side there was the textual piece that could serve as like a reinforcement to let's say some copy in the, uh, in the caption. So if you post let's say the LinkedIn and you've got some copy in the caption then you could post this still image underneath it and it kind of almost says the same thing but it comes out more graphical and it comes out a little more condensed so it's, it's a bit more powerful visually that way, right? So basically, you know, so I was looking at this one picture and I was like geez there's really two pictures here, right? And then there's the original picture. So there's three ways that we could use this one picture. So it's just a matter of like cropping out, you know, screenshotting that web page, cropping out the whole picture, then taking one half of the picture, cropping that out. There's one file, then taking the right side of the picture, cropping that out, and now you get the second, the second piece, and then you have the original, the one that's both of them. And all of a sudden, you know, there you go. You got three still image graphics that you can use for different purposes and in different settings and in different contexts. And to be honest with you guys, uh, this is really kind of interesting. I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys about it here, so we definitely need to do more of a, an extensive episode about this at some point. But uh, a couple weeks ago, I did see something about on LinkedIn that there was a study done on video versus still images in terms of reach and engagement and stuff like that. And if I remember correctly, I definitely have to go back and take a look at this, and I definitely have to do a whole episode that's more centered on this. But it was talking about how in some instances or in some context, the still images outdid the video. And, of course, this is kind of like counter to what you hear a lot, like, well, you know, video's king. You always want to do video if you can do video. You know, you go still image if you have to go still image kind of a thing. But this was kind of saying, look, actually still images were being consumed at a greater rate, they were they were having a little bit more of an impact reach wise. I think I think it was uh, versus video. So all I'm saying that for we don't go down that rabbit hole right now. But what I'm saying is in this example I gave, where I took one picture and turned it into three pictures, that means I now have three still images that are you know that are working well on LinkedIn because li- LinkedIn is liking still images, okay, and it's encouraging that by by rewarding that. So now all of a sudden, instead of having one in this one asset, I now have three. And so let's say if I was going to have the one and post once a week with it, I now have three and I can post Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I could post Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or I could post week one, week two, and week three and rotate these images out and try different you know, different uh, mixtures with uh, captions and stuff and see what kind of results I get. So anyway, guys, that was the quick kind of down and dirty I want to give you guys on how you can kind of envision uh, repurposing content like just look at it differently just see it from a little bit of a different angle and all of a sudden one piece of content becomes two or three or five or ten or whatever the case may be and all of a sudden it kind of helps you understand why there are guys like Gary V out there saying hey you should be producing more content you should be able to crank out more content it's just looking at things a little differently and And being a little bit creative with how you repurpose things in a lot of instances, it's not about just constantly making new stuff and coming up with new ideas. That's impossible. Nobody can do that 64 times over in a day or any number in a day. I'm just kind of using that number arbitrarily um, from Gary. But you get my point. Like, it doesn't all have to be brand new original stuff, okay? So anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate you guys checking in with the podcast this week. Knocked out another couple episodes for you here. Next week, we start approaching episode 50. Super excited about that milestone. So we'll have 48 and 49 out to you uh, the week of April 3rd. Uh, and then, of course, episode 50 will be week of April 11th. So super excited about that. Uh, check us out over on Facebook and LinkedIn on Transform, on the website. And, of course, please, uh, you know, if you guys like the podcast, if you subscribe to our podcast, if you share our podcast, uh, you are our hero. We definitely appreciate it and are definitely excited about that. Uh, but uh anyway so i'm going to go ahead and sign off for today's episode uh thank you so much for listening guys think about how you can reuse content so you don't have to you know you don't have to bend over too far backwards to uh, to keep up with the uh with the pace of production that you need to in my estimation uh this is a way for you to kind of help yourselves out with that okay guys thank you so much again for listening hope you guys have a great weekend and we will see you again uh next week week of the 3rd Uh, thanks a lot guys. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye.